Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. This hour, we're celebrating music written and performed by women. We'll explore the music of 16th century Italian nun Raffaella Aleotti, the first nun to have her work published. Trio Medieval takes us to 13th century England with their reconstruction of a lady mass. Plus, we'll hear music from the tradition of the female troubadour and we'll feature a re-release of Hildegard's music by the ensemble Sequencia. Take a look back in time to the lives of some famous women from the Middle Ages. Eleanor of Aquitaine was born to the Duke of Aquitaine in 1122 and became Duchess of Aquitaine in her own right. But she would also become the Queen Consort of France and England. She married the future King of France, Louis VII, and ruled France on her own while her husband and stepfather were away fighting during the Second Crusade. Their marriage was eventually annulled on the grounds of co-sanguinity, or being fourth cousins. A short eight weeks after the annulment of her first marriage, Eleanor became engaged to the Duke of Normandy, Henry Plantagenet. She would give him eight children before his death in 1189, two of whom would become kings of England. Her first son, Richard the Lionheart, left his mother to run England herself while he participated in the Third Crusade. Her third son, John, became king after the death of Richard. During Eleanor's life, she supported prominent literary figures, and many from that time commented on her extreme beauty. The troubadour Bernard de Ventadorn described her as gracious, lovely, the embodiment of charm, and having lovely eyes and noble countenance. Joan of Arc, although not being born into a royal family, possibly became even more famous than Eleanor of Aquitaine. She was born in 1412 to a peasant family in France. She claimed that she was given guidance by God in her victories against the English during the Hundred Years' War. Her victory at the Battle of Orleans led to the coronation of French King Charles VII and a unification of French forces to push the English off the continent. Eventually, Joan was captured by Burgundian troops and sold to the English. The English put her on trial for heresy, where she was found guilty and ordered to be executed by burning. She was less than 20 years old. In 1920, Joan was canonized as a saint in the Catholic Church and became one of the Church's most popular saints. Today, St. Joan of Arc is the patron saint of France, of ridiculed women, and of the Women's Army Corps, among others. The poetess Christine de Pizan spent most of her life in the court of the French King Charles V because her father was the king's astrologer. Her writings expanded beyond just the theme of courtly love or love of a noble person who does not return the speaker's affections. She also wrote a biography of Charles V as well as works championing women in a time when that was very unusual. Christine married the king's secretary and began writing when her husband died just ten years later. Most of her early poems have a theme of love lost. Her poetry became so popular that she developed admirers among some of the most powerful people in Europe. 
Her final work, Le Dite de Jeanne d'Arc, was a celebration of Joan of Arc's victories written two years before Joan's death. This work by Christine is the only French language work celebrating Joan of Arc that was written during her lifetime. This has been a look back at some famous medieval women. I'm Angela Mariani. You can find more about the people, events, and music from this era online in our blog section, along with early music t-shirts, totes, and books in our gift shop at harmoniaearlymusic.org. We're celebrating women composers this hour on Harmonia. Since 1991, the ensemble Capella Artemisia has devoted their efforts to shining a light on the music made for and performed by nuns in 16th and 17th century convents. Although cloistered nuns were not allowed to have any contact with men, some of their music includes parts for tenor and bass. Instruments were also not allowed in some convents, although sneaking them in was one solution they devised to perform the tenor and bass parts of their music. One recording by Capella Artemisia highlights the nun Raffaella Aleotti, whose skill as a composer and musician earned her praise from Frescobaldi, Jacques de Vert, Merulo, and Gesualdo. Her first book of sacred concertos was published in Venice in 1593, making her the first nun to have her music published.
Songs by the 16th century nun Raffaella Aleotti, performed by Capella Artemisia. We heard Obstupescite, Miserere Mei Deus, and Ascendens Christus in Altum. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. The ensemble Trio Medieval is made up of three women who began working together in 1997. Most recently, they recorded music that would have been sung for a 13th century Lady Mass. Typically, these Lady Masses were held in honor of Mary, the mother of Jesus. They took their music from manuscripts in an English Benedictine Abbey.
excerpts from a 13th century mass in honor of the Virgin Mary, performed by the Norwegian group Trio Medieval. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, publisher of Early Music America magazine, on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. This hour on Harmonia, we're exploring the music of women. Like their male counterparts, female troubadours, or trobairites, perform songs of unrequited love in the noble courts. For the majority of the 12th and 13th centuries, they played throughout Occitan lands. Today, this would encompass Spain, southern France, and northern Italy.
we heard Vos Kem Semblats dels Corals Amadors, performed by the group Hesperion 21. Just like male troubadours, Trobairitz sang of love, and usually the love of the performer was not returned by the object of her affection. In the song Achantar, the Trobairitz Beatrice de Dia sings that her love has cast her aside, but she revels in the knowledge that she was never untrue.
Montserrat Figueras sang Achantar, a song by the 12th century Trobaritz Beatriz de Dia. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music. Hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts can be found online at harmoniaearlymusic.org.
We continue our celebration of female composers by revisiting the music of the visionary abbess and healer Hildegard von Bingen. Sony Imports has recently released an eight-disc box set of recordings by one of the most influential performers of Hildegard's music, the ensemble Sequencia.
We heard an excerpt from the medieval musical play Ordo Virtutum by Hildegard von Bingen, performed by Sequencia. Hildegard also wrote a number of sacred songs and hymns. Here are two, O Virga Ac Diadema and O Beatissime Rupert, written for St. Rupert.
Music of 12th century composer Hildegard von Bingen, performed by the group Sequencia. Interested in expanding your own early music collection? Each week, we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any aspect of this program. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Anna Pranger. Thanks to our studio engineer Mike Pashkash and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Carrie Boyce is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>